The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. We're really excited to have everyone on. Today, we're talking about some very inspirational women who are in the business world, and they're going to tell us some of their uh, money-making and money-saving tips today. Um, Kevin, you're out there? Yes, I am. How are you, Brandy? I'm doing phenomenally well. How are you today? Yeah, good. Fighting a little bit of a cold, so if I sound like, uh, I don't know what I sound like, but that's why. No, you sound like you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm excited for the show. What's, um, who do we all have today? I know that we have some amazing women. We do. Uh, we're going to begin with Nadine Lejoie, and uh, then we're going to talk to Megan Corson. And both of these women uh, have started their own businesses and have dabbled in quite a few different things and have become very successful and both inspirations to me personally. So I'm yeah. really excited that they're on the show. And then we have Natalie from Art with Impact a little bit later to talk about their projects awesome. and what they're doing with their films. So very excited about that. Very female-dominated show today, right? I'm, I'm a little intimidated, but I'm excited. <laughs> Hey, um, so for, for all the, I know we're getting new listeners each and every week, which is so exciting as well. Um, and I know that a lot of times they, they kind of tune in and they're not exactly sure uh, if this is just a radio show, which it is so much more than that with Global Teen Wealth. And you've kind of birthed this vision over the last little while. So exciting. So excited to be a part of it. I know you and uh, who's going to be on a bit later. We're just, we're thrilled to be alongside you with this journey. So why don't you just just kind of catch everybody up a little bit on, on your vision and how this all started. For sure. Well, Global Team Wealth definitely started when I was back in high school, um, when I was watching my friends struggle with self-esteem issues. And then over the years, as I started traveling the world and speaking to more young people, I kind of realized that there was nobody that could tell you how to believe in yourself and nobody how to teach you how to find your self-esteem. You had to find that for you. But if we could empower young people to start their own businesses or to at least launch something that was their own, that they could they could kind of have as their own vision, that they could contribute to the world, they would build their own self-worth inside and therefore have amazing self-esteem. So uh, Global Team Wealth has become a program that's now in high schools. And uh, in the course that we teach, they learn how to turn not only their dreams into goals and their goals into reality, but how to start their own business, how to make money, save money, how to present themselves, how to be confident, inspired human beings, and then how to pass that on to other future generations. So that's what Global Team Wealth is all about. And we're excited to have the radio show where we can reach out to uh, really amazing entrepreneurs out there that can inspire some of the youth that are listening. Yeah, absolutely. And if we can't... uh can't tell them how to believe in themselves, although we can give them the tools for that. We can certainly tell them we believe in them. And that's, um, I mean, every single one of, 
our listeners has gifts and talents and abilities and they are so unique and special. So, um, you know, it's awesome to, to sit here and, and be that voice of encouragement if nothing else. So I, I think what you're doing is fantastic. And like I said, I've been working with uh, youth programs for a long time and so excited to be a part of this too. Thanks, Kevin. We're glad to yeah. have you. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited because Nadine has an amazing story to tell us. Uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's amazing and quick, isn't she? She is. <laughs> she's a race car driver. Well, Nadine, are you out there? Yes, and thank you very much for having me on your show, and congratulations on uh, helping the teenagers and spread the word about entrepreneurship and self-esteem and confidence and all that, so really uh, a big uh, a big hat for you guys. Yeah, thank you, Nadine, and, and I know we gotta, we got to talk quick before you race off again. <laughs> You're like the quickest woman we've had on the show. I want to drag race you sometime, um, but tell us a little bit about yourself. A little bit of your background and yeah. Since since you talk about speed, uh, I will um, I will start with the, my motorcycle racing career. I was a champion motorcycle racer at 180 miles per hour. And the thing is, I never start having a bike or a motorcycle by myself. At 31 years old, I started, and at 33, I was on the racetrack. And now I'm using that metaphor of motorcycle racing and get out of your comfort zone and live on the edge and everything about the motorcycle racing, the adrenaline and the passion to help teenagers and adults also on their business, on their life and on their dream. Because a lot of problems we have out there is because people don't have enough passion. And when you want it bad enough, I started at 31, 33, I was on the racetrack and I finished third at Daytona against 75 guys at the age of 37 years old. I'm a wow. businesswoman first, but the passion and the hobby just helped me to get to the next step. Oh, that's amazing. You got to have passion, right? You got you to gotta do what you're passionate about or everything else is just kind of going through the motions, isn't it? Yes. And you know, like uh, my life, like a lot of people out there were not always good. People are looking at my life right now, website or TED Talk or whatever, but at the beginning, I always said at 25 years old, if life is not better, I will kill myself. I was good at school, good at music, good at sports, good parents, good family. Everything I needed, I had it. But I had the big hole inside and I was discouraged. I was mad and sad and that last night in 95, I almost committed suicide. And one TV host, she said, that was a TV show for against suicide. And she said, if you want to do it, you can do it, but you need to call at least one friend. And now my mission with Keep Dreaming, Keep Living is really to bring back that mission, that passion, those dreams, and remember everybody that song. When you down and trouble and you need some loving care, you've got a friend, oh yeah, you've got a friend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And an accomplished so the singer, work too. What you do is really to help teenagers Take them by the hand, right? And just help them on the journey. 
on the journey to success, and success is part of failure, and failure is part of success. So people mm-hmm. need to understand it's not always easy. Actually, it's never easy, actually, but it's worthy. It's worthy to continue to live your dream and use the entrepreneurship and use all the tools you get to get out there and just realize whatever you want in life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Nadine, you've, you've obviously been through an awful lot, and I mean... You, you talked a little bit about your struggles and feeling suicidal and stuff. What was it that finally then turned it around and said, hey, the, things are not that bad, they're never that bad, there is hope, and I can turn things around and then and cause you to kind of do a 180 and, and go the other direction? And actually, because that TV host really said, you can do it, it probably woke me up. Because everybody's really? always, oh, don't do it, don't do it. But she was the first one to say, do it, but call at least <laughs> one friend. Search mm-hmm. for help. So I started to read. I started to go to a lot of seminars. And I, I started my business in, as a financial planner in 95, a couple of months after that episode. And I started to focus on the future instead of focusing on my life right now. That was not what I was wanting and I studied in actuarial science, which is a big bachelor to get. Didn't get a job into that for two years and a half, and I was just complaining from the past and the present. So when I started to focus on the future, so it's why I'm really good now with vision, vision and mission and kind of having a racing map. I have a, a racing map system to help people to focus on the future in three different ways, on the personal professional, and spiritual level. Mm. If we don't get the three of them, if one is missing, that's why it's hard to go further. And when I started to realize that, that's where I started to work on myself, my own personal growth. I started to follow more and more business meetings, business seminars, starting to educate myself as much as I can in all area of life. And that's what made the difference for me. Wow. That's amazing. So you said personal, professional, and spiritual. Yes. And the reason is all about balance. And as I say, uh, as a motorcycle racer, even if you go into the corner left and right, you need to be balanced into the imbalance. Life is, is fast. Life is just going faster and faster now with social media and everything else. But we need to be focused. And one of the best analogies that I have is if you feel you are going fast, it's because you are going slow. If you Hmm. feel you are going slow, it's because you are going fast. And what I mean by that is more you are aware, more knowledge, experience, more education you have, Everything around you will feel slow because you will be faster than the knowledge that you got. Does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and so I just wanted to, I mean, because there's so much of your background and stuff that we want to touch on, but what, like when you found that you got all, all three of those kind of together and got that balance, uh, you obviously started excelling. I assume pretty quickly, and just talk about some of your like greatest accomplishments. 
because you've obviously we, we've heard about your racing and that's amazing. Uh, what else have you have you done since you kind of caught on to that trick of balance? Okay, thank you for asking. Actually, uh, in financial business, I finished. I was uh, I was ten top ten percent in Canada in the whole company because of my uh, knowledge and also how I took care of my clients. So I built a big business in, in Canada that I sold right now. I'm retired from that business. At 36 years old, I was able to semi-retire and 41 to be able to retire. A lot mm. of people would like to do that, and I would like to give three advice to accomplish that through the motorcycle racing and, and the piano and the music and the volleyball and everything. I said, what are the three things that needs to be done to accomplish any kind of peak performance or any kind of winning. The first one is become an expert in your industry. Educate yourself, go to seminar, learn from the best of the best, what I say all the time, la creme de la creme. Learn from coaches and mentors that are la creme de la creme, like the best in their field. And a lot of people, if they want balance, they need vacation, they need a better lifestyle. And to get that, this is the two other points. First one is build some passive income or residual income on your business or on the side. People can't have more than one business. And if you don't create a passive income or residual income on your main business, you need to start something on the side. And there are many ways to do that. And the third point is using tax strategies. If you don't save taxes, you will work all your life, pay 40% or 50% taxes, and all the rest is to the government. For me, I know that there are many tax strategies out there, and instead of paying 40 or 50%, you can pay 15, 20, 25%. So like that, all the extra money you get in your pocket, you treat yourself for massages, for vacation, because if you don't nurture yourself, your personal and your spiritual being, there is no way that your professional being can be successful. Mm-hmm. So that needs the three portion, the personal, professional, and spiritual, and there is no way to get around that without being able to work on yourself and work also on your business and passive income. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great advice. And and so, like, because you have, you know, you have excelled in the workplace, you know, professionally, personally, and, and all of that stuff, um, as a female in a predominantly male industry, I mean, race car driving and, and uh, motorcycle racing... Um, what would what advice would you give to young women that are are looking to enter that same kind of field? Not not necessarily racing, but um, you know, a workplace that is dominated predominantly by males. Yes, and it's a good question because a lot of businesses now. I'm still I'm also in the real estate business, really male dominated. Like yeah. in the financial business, really male dominated. A lot lot of businesses are male dominated, and for a woman. You need to be strong first, but you also need to be yourself. A lot of women, we are trying, and I did at the beginning, that mistake, 
we try to be too much as a man, a male energy. No, we need to be ourselves. We are good at relationship. We are good at vulnerability. And sometimes vulnerability will make you sell the deal. People want mm-hmm. to know you have a heart. If you are a woman who is trying to be too rough and tough, you are not aligned with what, who you are. So that's why it's harder for women to perform in male-dominated thing because we try to assimilate ourselves as a man instead of trying to assimilate ourselves as a woman, strong, rough and tough, but vulnerable and really authentic. These are our characteristics. We just need to use them as a powerful tool with us and within us. Well, that's great. And I think that's, that's, you know, that's such great advice all across the board for anyone listening. Just, you know, be yourself. Don't try and be someone else. We already have one of them. Just be yourself because that's, that's who the world needs you to be. But I think that's, that's fantastic. It's so exciting to hear about your story, Nadine. And, and you also have a nonprofit organization too, don't you? Yes, my nonprofit is Keep Dreaming, Keep Living. And the goal is, the mission is really to help people to realize their dream and help them along the way on their personal, professional, or spiritual side. And uh, I'm also president and founder of Team CEO Show. It's a TV show that we are working on to help teenagers to really bring the best of themselves into business work. So we teach entrepreneurship and all that, and we have a TV reality show that we are building. It's a little bit the mix of between uh, Oprah Winfrey and Donald Trump, The Apprentice. So we <laughs> really to nice. spread the word like you do, because unfortunately, they barely teach entrepreneurship, business skills, emotional skills, uh, conflict management skills, stress management, time management. They barely teach anything of that in school. That's mm-hmm. what we need to live. Yeah, absolutely. So it's why my nonprofit is really to kind of give back. I, I speak to a lot of school. I speak to a lot of organization, a coach and mentor, because the knowledge I have right now, I wish I would have that knowledge 20 or 30 years ago. Mm, absolutely. Well, and, and in the midst of all of that, you had a few minutes to stop in and talk with us. We really, really appreciate it, Nadine. You're amazing. Uh, and have accomplished so much. So really uh, honored to have you on the show as well. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, hopefully that uh, people would like to um, to grow in their life. And I think uh, episode like you do is just, I wish to have those kind of tools when I was younger because I would not have maybe as many challenges. Mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you as well, Nadine. Um, Could you let everyone know what your social media or your website is so they can find out more about these amazing programs that you offer and a little bit more about your history, maybe your TED Talk, how they can reach out to you or find out more information about you? Thank you. Uh, My main website is Keep Dreaming, Keep Living. And uh, you can get my uh, social media. My name is Nadine Lajoie, and uh, you can Google and find me everywhere on Twitter, on Facebook, and all that. And uh, the Team CEO Show is also having a web, uh, um, not a web page, a web page also, but a Facebook page. So everybody, if you have any questions, and actually have a free video for all the listeners, just go on my website, Keep Dreaming, Keep Living. You have a free video. My free TED Talk is there, too. 
and you can learn a lot. Just use all the tools you can for free. I'm more than happy to help you. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. I love the point that you made about treating yourself or nurturing yourself because I think a lot of us forget that, especially some of the parents out there that are listening. I mean, I always say to parents, treat yourself and take care of yourself, even if it's just a, a manicure and a bubble bath once a week because you become a better person and a better parent once you're taking care of yourself. So thank you so much for being on our show and giving some amazing advice. I, I hope I get to uh, speak with you one day in the future somewhere because you're a pretty phenomenal woman. So thank you for joining us. I really yeah, appreciate Thanks, Nadine. Thank you. All right, everybody, we're going to break, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes with Megan Corson, and she's a pretty cool young lady herself. So have a good break, and we'll see you all in a couple of minutes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. You've heard of good things coming in packages. Well, maybe there's a little more to that saying. But when you think about it, packaging is one of the most important things that can represent your business. Tune into Ditch the Box with host David Marinak. Each week, we'll discuss flexible packaging, marketing, sales, and how it all comes together in one container. Lower costs, increased margins. Listen to the show. It might just save you a ton. Ditch the Box is heard live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed me, Dean. Uh, I just wanted to spell her name for everyone out there because uh, it's a little bit of a complicated French name. So her first name is N-A-D-I-N-E and last name Lejoie is spelled L-A-J-O-I-E. So, um, and make sure you have your uh, pens out too, because I'll give you that number to text in with your email uh, to win some cool prizes a little bit later. But right now, I want to introduce you all to a very talented and amazing young woman. She started off as a TV news reporter, created her own company, and she's here to talk to you about branding your business, how to present yourself, maybe how to start up your own business, because she's been quite successful at a young age. So welcome, Megan. 
Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Hey, we're very lucky to have you here. So tell us a little bit about your background. So as you mentioned, I began my career as a TV news reporting and going from that to creating in-house video programs to multiple companies. And as you can tell from that, video is the common line of everything. I consider myself a core of everything, a storyteller. So that's what made me started Flash 22 Productions. We're a video production agency where we specialize in brand awareness and customer engagement through consistent video marketing. And I just love all things video. Very cool. I love how you call yourself a storyteller because um, I speak and people ask me, or you do consider yourself a motivational speaker? And I say, no, I consider myself a storyteller. Where did that word come from for you? Because I know you said through you storytell through video. Is that is that kind of where it came from or why are you passionate about that? Well, it's interesting. I went into news first because I really love hearing people's stories and I believe every person, every part and every company has a story. And I just love helping people get the word out there because some people are just not able to do it or able to really showcase their talents and what they have to share. So I just really just love highlighting other people. I just It's interesting to hear everyone has something interesting about them, whether it's their background, their skill set, everyone's unique. So I just find meeting new people fascinating. Absolutely. Well, maybe we can work on a project together because I've got some uh, teens right now that are going through our program that are in really insp- inspired entrepreneurs, even though they're, they're at the very beginning, still kind of in the dreaming phase. But uh, we've got a group of uh, teen moms who want to record their story and the struggles that they went through at 14, 15, and 16, and, and the stigma of being a teen mom, and then what it what learning lessons they got. And they'd like to record that and tell their stories through video. So maybe that's something we could work on together in the future. Very cool. <laughs> Cool, that sounds good to me. Well, I know you um, have some great tips for some startups. Uh, How did you kind of begin your business? Were you the type that fundraised or worked and saved your money? Or how did you kind of start with that? So it's kind of funny because I always had in the back of my mind that I would start my own business someday. I always thought of it as someday, distant future, maybe when I was older with the family and kids and things like that. I always thought of it as more of a part-time venture in the future and just without going into too much details, just the way my career went and the stars almost aligned and just felt like the world was telling me, Megan, you need to do this. So I went for it. And a big reason why I was able to take that jump, take that risk was that I was very smart with budgeting in my savings. So I was able to self-fund myself without having to take out any loans or raise any capital or find investor to invest in me. So I was able to purchase all of my own equipment, software, everything I needed to get my business started, all because of my savings. So because of that, I can't stress enough of why budgeting and saving as young as possible can do it. Just it creates more opportunities for people. For sure. For all the the young entrepreneurs that are in our program and the other teens that are out there listening, if you could give them one tip on how to best start to save money, even if it's something small, um, what would that be? The best tip really is just to start saving any little bit and just make it a habit. Every paycheck you get, whether you're, whatever your job is outside of school or your full-time job, just set aside a little bit of money that you're comfortable with for each paycheck and just let it grow. And if you have it as a habit, then you can look at your account and just see it grow. Really just starting is the main thing. You're never too young to start, seriously. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> 
That's awesome. One of our other co-hosts, you and he, we call him Mr. Do-It-Yourself, and he always teaches great little tips. And, and he started off um, the very first one. I remember him telling people to make their beds, and I laughed because I remember my dad telling me to make my bed. But again, it all came back to habits, whether it's the bed that's important or uh, ironing your shirt, which I know he's going to talk about a little bit later, but getting in the habit of doing those little things. So I love that you brought that up too as a great way to save money. Now, I know your specialty is kind of focused around branding. A lot of young people don't even know what that term means. Could you tell us a little bit about branding? Branding is all about the message or the feeling or whatever word association someone has with a person, an item, a company, anything. So what's important about branding yourself is that it's all about your presence and how you want to show up with people. So as yourself, you just want to think of what do you want people to think of when they think of Brandy or Megan or whoever else, whoever you are, whatever words you want people to associate with you, just make sure you embody that and just make sure that you are open and just inviting for other people because people will never forget the, the way you make them feel and that's all about your presence and ultimately your branding. So really it's about what people associate with when they think of Brandy, when they think of Megan, when they think of whoever they're speaking with. For sure. Well, part of the uh, teen wealth program that we do in high schools, we do a whole page on branding, but we start with the simple stuff. And some of the teens kind of laugh at me when I say, uh, what do you want your brand to reflect? And then I literally give them a list of things. For example, a song, a season, a color, a time of the day, a plant, a smell, a touch, a texture. And they kind of laugh and go, what does that have to do with business? But it really helps to put your mind kind of in that frame of what a brand is, of what you want people to think of, what, like what you said, when they think of Megan or when they think of Brandy. So I love that you brought that up. Um, what about branding yourself? Um, how do you brand yourself? Is that even something that you can do? Definitely. So I know personally the way I like to brand myself, I like people to associate enthusiasm and positivity and professionalism with myself so I just make a point to always be in a great mood and just put my best step forward so that people will associate those words with me and you know you're doing a great job branding when you hear people describing you the way you want to be described and I'm happy to go into some tips about easy things you can brand yourself as a professional so that people will take you seriously let me just share a couple things one thing is we look first so really it's the appearance they take in so just make sure that you just show up the way you want to be seen and that you are just clean cut looking that you're looking professional you really you don't have to always wear a suit and tie or things like that that's what I don't mean by appearance you just need to look like you're well groomed and you're put together that's what's key and then when you speak it's key to sound put together too and if you are having trouble putting together words just take a moment to think and speak before you share or answer someone. So it really is just focus on your appearance and also your sound of how you come across to people. That's awesome. It's kind of an interesting thing. We, we were talking to some of the youth the other day in the program, and uh, we said, okay, where do you hang out? And we're in a small town, so they say, okay, we hang out at Walmart. Like when I was a teenager, we used to hang out behind the Max or the 7-Eleven, and that was kind of where you went after school to hang out. And I said, how do you dress when you go there? 
And they're like, well, in T-shirt and jeans or sweats and, and a T-shirt. And I said, well, what if I was Beyonce and I was walking into that Walmart or that 7-Eleven and I saw you singing or something like that, but I saw that you were kind of scrubby. And, and they laughed. And, and it's, I said, why don't you dress kind of nice all the time? I mean, you don't have to impress anybody all the time, but you just have to kind of look how you want people to see you all the time because you never know, know when an opportunity will arise. And you'd be amazed how many kids that are coming into our classroom are literally thinking about marketing and selling and branding themselves right now with their look so is there a tip that you could maybe give the young listeners out there for um i mean it's expensive to put together a decent outfit right what how did you start to build your wardrobe of professionalism uh, on on a small budget because you did save up quite a bit to to get to where you are definitely so the key is to focus on quality not quantity and to stick with basics so i would say the number one basic that anyone needs at any age whether you're going in for a job interview you just or you want to speak with someone who is a mentor or you want to discuss ideas for business or even you just want to kick it up a notch that day, everyone should have a good black jacket or blazer, something that you can button up and kind of bring yourself together. And it looks great with either dress pants or jeans. It's a great item to have. Everyone should have it male or female and if you just focus on just one item then it makes it more affordable you can go to you don't have to go to high-end designer stores to be able to get a great blazer but that would be the if you get one basic that's the one that everyone should have to just it immediately pulls you together and makes you look more professional for sure very cool well um if anyone wants to find out more information about branding or flash 22 productions or just about you in general could you tell everyone your social media links i know your last name is spelled c-o-r-s-o-n your first name's m-e-a-g-h-a-n is that correct yes it is you can find me on facebook you can find me on flash 22 productions on facebook or even go to flash 22 productions.com that's flash 22 that's two twos and productions.com and I'm more than happy to connect with people on a personal level. So you can find me on Facebook with Megan Corson on Facebook or even Flash22 Megan on Instagram too. So I'm more than happy to help in any way I can. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. We're going to be covering branding in our course in a couple of weeks with a group of students that are in there right now. So I'll probably call you up before then to get a, a couple extra pieces of advice from you. We are publishing our first magazine too uh, in April. And I'd love to do a piece on branding about you, your business, and what branding means for teenagers if you'd be interested. Definitely. I'd love to. I'm all about empowering young professionals to be successful. Well, well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm going to throw it over to Grant Powell because, like you, he saved up and, and is kind of the authority on saving. He's worked in the financial realm for a long time. And a friend of mine named Akram, he created a product a few years back called the Squirrel Bank. And, Megan, you may even want to check this out. It's kind of a neat thing. It's literally a tree with a squirrel up against it, and it's got four little acorns hanging from it. And basically, it's a more advanced piggy bank for really little, little guys to teach about saving, spending, investing, and sharing. So each acorn has that word on it. And then it, it's a program that teaches kids how to save, share, invest, and spend their money. So I just want to throw it over to uh, Grant. Grant, are you out there? Yes, I'm here. Thanks, so did Brandy. you check out the Squirrel Bank? Yeah, yeah, really interesting. I was thinking back when I was a kid growing up, because, of course, I had older brother and older sister. We played the game Monopoly. And as a youngster, you sort of start to sort of see some of the effective principles in the game of Monopoly. But really, to start out learning how to, to save money 
and um, the investing part, it's great to have something simpler. So the Squirrel Bank is an awesome product because it, it helps kids from 5 to 10 years old to understand the values of money so then later they can graduate to a game like Monopoly. But through the product, it's more fun, it's educational, it's an action toy that's designed to create the solid foundation for financial education and, and responsibility. So the tree is, just so people know, it's a tree about 12 inches tall, has two branches, holding those four acorns, which are like little miniature piggy bends, and they represent the four, the spending, the sharing, the saving, and investing. So by using these visuals and the kids putting the money in these receptacles and moving the money around, it helps kids to visualize the distribution of, of money. So it's, it's such a healthy habit to start early. And as we know, these, these habits that you start early will make it easier as you grow with more money and more responsibility to sort of understand how things work. Because stats show that only 10% of children learn in the school system about money and how to, to move it around and how to, to um, save it. So this is one of the biggest reasons why as we get to adults, people struggle and, and have so many issues with sort of saving money and how to spend it and how to invest it because we never learn those principles early on. So I recommend this product. It's a great product to teach those principles and, and kids can have a lot of fun with it. Now, I really wish they'd create one for people like me who are 31 and are still understanding all the four of those concepts. <laughs> I was going to say they should, we should just use it for the adults, too, because we probably need it just as much as anybody else, don't we? Well, that's, that's something that they could actually make a, a version for adults, too. So maybe you should talk to the founder of their brand. <laughs> it should. I, well, I love it because one of our coaches, <laughs> Oglesby, he's not actually here tonight. He's out coaching one of his sports and athletic programs at his center. But he's actually got a giant bottle in his house. And the way that he saves for his own spending, like to buy himself something nice, is every time he comes home, right away he empties his coins from his pocket into this jar and he tells me that every couple months he goes and he's got between four and eight hundred dollars in coins now we're talking pennies nickels dimes and quarters that's it in there and it's amazing how quickly change adds up you know we've got it in all of our junk drawers and things like that around our house yeah. but his habit is to dump his change in a coin jar so i used to do that too no yeah. that's awesome grant well, do you have well, a you have you have kids right yeah i have a daughter two years old and two months, and I have another daughter that's going to be born in about three weeks from now. Oh, wow, that's very cool. Are you <laughs> going to get them the squirrel bank? Yes. Yeah, sure. no, I, I find it's, um, it looks like an incredible toy that um, you can pass on as you get older. People can pass on to the neighbor or other kids or, or whichever. And then, as you say, just get those bottles, those jars, bigger and bigger as, as you get older, and especially with the toonies nowadays here in Canada. Change adds up really fast. Oh, yeah. For all the Americans that are out there listening, <laughs> a toonie is basically a giant coin. We don't have $2 bills anymore. We have $2 coins. And our $1 coin has a bird on it called a loon. And so they called it the loonie for the $1 coin. And when it came along with a $2 coin with two different colors of, I think there's like gold and silver in it, um, it they called it the toonie. We're very creative up in Canada. <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. So um, I just wanted to once again thank Megan for joining us. Thanks, Grant, for talking about the Squirrel Bank. Um, I know the owner, so I'll definitely get you a discount when your kids are ready to start saving their money. <laughs> um, we're going to go to commercial break uh, in just a moment, but I just want to remind everyone, please go to Facebook, look up Teen Wealth, and like us so you can follow us for different contests different events and different products and things like that that we have coming out uh, we're going to be developing our online program so teens around the world can start joining us i know we've got interest from a few different countries south america and asia and so we're trying to develop our program that we're currently doing in high schools to be an online program as well so we can reach uh, teen entrepreneurs around the world so we're very excited about that uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Natalie from Art with Impact. She's going to tell us about the film of the week. And um, don't forget to text in at 707-200-6386. Text the word money and your email address and you'll be entered into a draw. We've got some very cool prizes. We've got some iTunes gift cards, some gas gift cards, um, some music and we've also got a flat screen tv to give away so don't forget to text in your email address and the word money to 707-200-6386 uh, have a great two to three minute break and don't go away because we've got a couple more cool things coming up for you after the break i know ewan's going to be talking to us about another great habit that you may want to get into see you guys in a minute Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you. Yeah you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Tired of lackluster results with your marketing? Craving more leads in your business? Tune into the Mojo Marketing Edge with the team behind Mojo Global Marketing, Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez. Winners of the Marketer of the Year, they will show you how to generate daily leads, build databases of raving fans, and close deals faster than ever before. See what's hot right now and how you can tap into it to generate an endless supply of customers and clients. The Mojo Marketing Edge can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Hey everybody, welcome back. I hope you've enjoyed our first few guests that came on. It's been really great having Nadine and Megan joining us and Grant had some great advice on the squirrel bank. Um, now to welcome our last guest of the day. Uh, it's my friend Natalie from Art with Impact, the amazing organization that's changing lives across the globe. Hi Natalie, how are you? Hey, good, how are you doing? Really well, thank you. We're glad to have you on. Excellent. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's been a little while. It sure has. We've we've missed you. <laughs> what part of the world are you in right now? Uh, I am in Toronto. Nice. And I, I know you had an event just last Thursday while we were doing the show with Carrie. Yeah, that was in Kingston, Ontario, so a few hours from Toronto. Um, we had one Monday this week in, in uh, just outside of Boston. We have another one next week at, at uh, the University of Alberta in Edmonton, and that's actually our second event there this semester so they wanted us back and so we're heading back very cool i love it so you've got our film of the week from art with impact can you tell everyone what it's called and a little bit about it yeah so this film was a winner uh back in 2014 and it's actually a toronto filmmaker um his name is william sabato but it's a five-minute documentary about a woman who overcomes her childhood trauma of being sexually abused uh, she was diagnosed with a mental illness in her early 20s, but she's now a successful artist and um, has really found where she shines in the art. She creates uh, beautiful visual art, and uh, she's also a, a clothing designer as well. So um, a lot of the work she does is inspired by her past and her trauma, and now she's an entrepreneur and, and businesswoman who's um, really overcome kind of some of her mental health issues uh, through art, and that was an integral piece in her battle. So... Um, yeah, it's a really, really good film to see what she's overcome. Very cool. And I'm sorry, what was the name of it again? Uh, it's called Lost Playground. So I can, um, Art with Impact can post that on your Facebook page so people can feel free to watch that as well. Perfect. You'll post that on the Teen Wealth Facebook page, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's, it's really nice to have you on. Is there anything else you want to add before we lose you again? And can you, oh, could you actually tell everyone about your um, social media handles as well? So if they want to get out there and follow anything else with either you or Art with Impact, they can find you? Yeah, sure. Uh, so we're just at Art with Impact on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we're doing so many events that we're, we're blowing up on Instagram, so feel free to follow us there. And our hashtag that we use for our, our events is Movies for Mental Health, and that's with the number four. Um, yeah, and Facebook, Art with Impact, artwithimpact.org. You can see our film library and, and see the other uh, 21 films that we have in our library. And nine of those 21 films were actually female filmmakers, so that's pretty cool, too. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us again, Nat. No problem. I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Bye. And now we have Mr. Do It yourself, you and joining us here. You and what tip have you got for the kitties out there today? Hi, Brandy. Hi. <laughs> I am terribly excited to be here. Uh, my tip today, as I'm always bringing in some common sense that isn't as common anymore, uh, my tip is tying into something that Megan was talking about earlier in the show, in your appearance, branding yourself, especially for job interviews. I'm going to talk about how to iron your shirt. Now, growing up, my father never taught me how to iron my shirt, so I want to make sure I cover that so that any one of our young listeners here can have that sort of understanding. So whenever you go into a job interview, 
there's two prominent philosophies about how you should brand yourself or dress yourself as you appear. You should either try and dress yourself one level above the position that you're entering, or if it's a company you want to work your way up to, dress yourself appropriate for the position you eventually want to get to. Now, often, no matter what position you're going to, that means you're probably going to wear a college shirt, especially if you're a guy. And so I'm going to talk about how to iron a shirt. The first thing you need to do, sounds like almost troubleshooting the annoying steps of going in through a computer, is just like making sure your computer is plugged in, make sure you check the tag on the collar for the material and whether there's an iron symbol on there, whether it's appropriate to iron it. If you've got a cotton polyester shirt, or just a plain cotton shirt. Those are the type of shirts that are appropriate for ironing. ironing. And you want to iron your shirt because the presentation of a clean pressed and tightened creased iron shirt is very important. So once you figure out that this is a shirt that you want to wear that's collared and buttoned up and it's appropriate to iron it and you need to iron out the wrinkles, you got to set up the iron board and get the iron plugged in and warmed up. That can be part of the frustrating thing because those ironing boards have been dealt with one before are pretty clunky and noisy and frustrating. So make sure you get that set up and plug in the iron so it warms up. Now for materials like cotton or polyester, they're going to be in the higher end of the temperature range. There's often symbols for cotton that you can use to make sure the dials on the iron is appropriately moved up. Or if it says temperature, you want it near the higher end of the temperature. Plug it in and it takes one to two minutes for the iron to be hot enough. You don't want to touch this iron because obviously be very hot, but you can pretty much wave your hand near the metal bottom surface to get a sense of when it's hot enough. Now, before you iron your shirt, you got to inspect your shirt to make sure there's no stains on it, because if you iron a shirt that already has some stains on it, they're going to be there permanently. And that includes the collar, where often some sort of neck sweat or something can be uh, ring around the collar, can be set in there. So make sure you clean out all those stains before you ever even try to iron a shirt. If you've got a clean shirt, it breaks down into three parts. You're going to iron the collar, you're going to iron the sleeves, and you're going to iron the torso. The collar part is pretty easy. Once you've inspected it and it's clean and there's no ring around the collar or dirt on the inside of the collar, you pretty much start by ironing the inside of the collar. Just lay it down flat over this, over this table and just firmly press it one side or the other. You never want the iron to ever stand still on an iron without moving. Then the iron will burn through your fabric. So whenever you stop using the iron, just... So stand it on its end. Next section, you can either go into ironing your torso or your sleeves. I'll start with the torso. It's kind of an easier part. An ironing board has a square end and a pointy end. You want to use that square end and the corners to try and jut the sleeve right into the armpit over the top so that you have one side, say the left or the front, left front side or the right front side. Either one doesn't matter. And you want to iron that side so it's kind of smooth. Paying attention to make sure you go in between the buttons. There's no wrinkles there. Because the front part, especially, is a major part of your branding. That's what people are looking at in the presentation. You could use the square end to flip it over onto the back. So you're ironing the back of the shirt. And typically, you'll get about half the back or maybe a third of the back fit in if you use the square end. And again, you jut the armpit of the shirt into one of those corners. It's a good base so you can pull everything tight and firmly iron those wrinkles out. Once you get to the sleeves, it's a bit more complicated because now you're going to be ironing a double layer. And so you got to make sure that when you lay out the sleeves, everything is wrinkled and pulled tight so that you're not going to iron any wrinkles out. Now a sleeve should have a wrinkle at the very top of the sleeve. 
and the, or sorry, not a wrinkle, it's crease. And if you already see one there, you want to match that wrinkle. You don't want or the crease. You don't want multiple creases on your sleeve. So match the one that's already there. If you don't have one that's a permanent crease on top of your sleeve, then simply take the seam of the sleeve, which is at the bottom that goes from the armpit all the way to the to the cuff, and start with that at the bottom, and then smooth out to the top with your hands so you can get an actual crease there and iron those out. As you iron the cuffs, you want to unbutton the cuffs and then start ironing from the inside. And that'll allow you to iron that. Now, if you're in a jam and you're in a rush, and you can't get things ironed out, uh, not enough time, then quickly throw your, your shirts in a dryer for about 10 minutes, pull it out and fold them. And when you fold them, fold in with your hands manually, almost like an iron, making those creases. That's how you're going to iron your shirt. Use that as a tip to start and practice yourself. And if you can, iron your shirts right when they come out of the laundry as you're folding your other stuff and do them in bunches. Once you hang them, they're ironed. You don't need to iron them again just before you actually rush out to your interview and be there early. Brandy? I love it. That's perfect. I'm a big Uh stickler for ironing, I have to say. I just, people who roll out of bed and go straight to work, it just shows me that they don't care. And and I put a lot of effort into my going, me going to work. So I just feel like it means that they don't care about the other people around them. And a lot of people, especially people in senior positions, feel the exact same way. That's Uh, what Megan just said and what you were saying behind the Walmart. (laughs) That's that's exactly it. The way you look is really important. Have a nice, tight, clean shirt. If you have a shirt also that's a little bit baggy, if you're slim-hipped, you simply can tuck in your shirt and then just crease the folds behind, pushing them back. I don't know if that makes sense. We can try it at home if you have that issue. Totally. I, I love it. I actually, at work one time, I carry a mini iron with me. Uh, I used to work on the Rocky Mountaineer train, and uh, I carry a mini iron in my suitcase. And one of my fellow co-workers showed up one day looking like he had literally just rolled out of a dustbin and his shirt was so wrinkly that I actually made him take it off and I ironed it on the counter in the kitchen before we began our day. (laughs) So if you have crazy co-workers like me and uh, you don't want to be tactless at your work, you may may want to just always be prepared. (laughs) Well, I was going to say each one of us, we all worked on that train too and that's that's where we met and I mean, our crew call was, what, 5.30 in the morning? We had to show up looking spiffy. Unless you're yep. on a Calgary train, and then it was about 4.15 in the morning. Yeah, right. The time change, which was about 3.15. So, yeah, that's totally a good oh, Yeah, right. We only have about a minute and a half before we uh, are done for the day, so I just want to thank all the guests that were joining us. I want to thank uh, my amazing co-hosts. Uh, just to let you know, the movie of the week was Lost Playground by Art with Impact. The book of the week is The Playlist for Life by Christy Miller. Uh, If you go to globalteenwealth.org and you go to book club, you can actually buy that book on Amazon, and it's an incredible book. Normally I don't like those self-help books, but the woman who wrote this, it's called Playlist for Life because it sets each chapter to a song. And, And for me... Um, having reading something in this great life story and this life lesson and having a song to pair with it, I know that my heart reacts to songs and my passion reacts to songs. And it really brought this very, very simple stories to a very beautiful conclusion for me and, and really helped to motivate me. So if you get the chance, go to our website and check out that book. Don't forget to text 707-200-6386. Um, and our heroes of the week this week, we actually have three Now, they don't know that I'm nominating them as the heroes, but for all of you out there listening, Kevin, Ewan, and Grant do not get paid to do this. Um, They don't get any fame from this, 
But these are three men who take time out of their busy lives, their kids, their girlfriends, their traveling, their own businesses to come on here and dedicate one or two hours every week in contributing some great content for all of you listeners out there. So this week, the heroes of the week are them, and they are heroes in my heart, and I hope in your hearts, because they're taking time out of their lives because they care about you. And you guys will probably never meet, but uh, these three men... As imperfect as they are, <laughs> they are mm-hmm. truly incredible human beings who are offering up their heart on a silver platter to you. So everyone that's out there listening, thank you for joining us on Teen Wealth Radio. I'll see you next week, same time Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, go to our website, check us out, and don't forget to go to Facebook, look up Teen Wealth, and like us, because we're giving away some very cool prizes. I promise you don't want to miss it. Thanks, everybody out there. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Thursday. <laughs> Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.